Hey guys, depending on when you're watching this video, I hope that you're having a great morning or great afternoon or great evening. No matter when it is, I hope that you and your family are doing well. Hope that by the time you've seen this devotional that you'll have had a great Christmas, great time with family and friends. I know that it had to look different this season for many of us, but I pray that your time was refreshing. Me and Hannah are also looking forward to going back to North Dakota to see our friends and family and be refreshed by our time away. And so I hope that your family has gotten that time as well. Just a little update on me and Hannah. I'm doing great. I feel fine. Hannah as well feels awesome. And we're both healthy and at this point we are just enjoying quarantine as much as possible in our two-bedroom apartment um, and so it's been good it's been fun and i'm looking forward to getting into the word with you guys just for a few moments i was going through matthew and i came across the beatitudes and i really enjoy the beatitudes if you're not familiar with what that is um, it's a talk that Jesus gives to a bunch of brand new believers. And so Jesus has just started his ministry. And so he's preaching the good news. And a bunch of people have just been converted to Christianity. And now that they're believers, Jesus goes up on a mountain and he begins to talk to them about what it looks like to now follow him and what it looks like to act and to live according to the gospel and according to righteousness. Now that they're believers, how do they act that out? And so it's in Matthew chapter 5. I'm going to start in the first verse, and there's one particular verse that I want to stop in, but I'm going to start in verse 1, and it says, One day, as the crowds were gathering, Jesus went up the mountainside with his disciples and sat down to teach them. And this is what he taught. God blesses those who realize their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is given to them. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are gentle and lowly, for the whole earth will belong to them. God blesses those who are hungry and thirsty for justice, for they will receive it in full. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. And then this is the verse I want to stop on. Verse 8 says, God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. And it goes on for a couple more verses. And so I'd encourage you guys to read all of them. Go through all the Beatitudes and see which ones stick out to you personally, which ones that you would want to work on in your own life. But I love verse 8. It says, God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. And I think it's interesting because no one has ever seen God. In the Old Testament, there were partial sightings of God where God would partially reveal his presence to people. But no one has ever seen God in all of his glory. And Jesus would have known this when he was speaking to these people. And so I, I believe that he was wanting them to ask, what was Jesus talking about 
when he writes that those who are pure in heart will see God. And I believe he was talking about a, a perspective change. Because to see something is to search for it. And so I believe that God wants us as believers to be able to find him moving in our midst, working in our circumstances and working in our lives. To be able to look and to see, oh, yeah, that was God taking care of me in that moment. Or that was God who shut that door for my own good. Or maybe opened that door for me. Or it was God who brought that relationship into my life at the perfect time. Or God was taking care of me in that moment. He was moving in my workplace or in my life or in my family's life. He was setting up that situation for me to speak into my friend's life. What, whatever it is, it can sometimes be hard for us to see God working in our lives, right? Uh, a couple weeks ago, I shared with many of you that Hannah and I's car was stolen right out of our parking garage right before Thanksgiving. And so at the moment, naturally, it was hard to see how God might be working in that situation. But this week, actually, we got our car back and we ended up finding the person who stole the car. We got the car back and when it was stolen, it had a few dents and dings and scratches on it, partially from me, partially from my wife. And so it wasn't in the greatest condition, uh, but the person who stole the car also took it for a joyride and ha happened to beat it up a little bit in the areas where it was already wrecked and dinged and scratched. And so when we got the car back, because our insurance had it taken care of and repaired, we actually got the car back in way better condition than before it was stolen. And we had to pay our $500 deductible, which was actually cheaper than what we would have had to pay to get it repaired. And so I remember them driving the car. We just got it a couple days ago and he drove it out of the garage and it was in immaculate condition. It looked so good, better than I had ever seen it. They detailed the inside, they repainted the whole car. And in that moment, I was able to see how God had worked in our circumstance to actually get us the car back in a better position than before it had been stolen. And it's not always easy to see God working but God is always working in our midst. He's always moving and doing things behind the scenes for our good, but so often we miss it because our hearts are full of all of these other things. Maybe it's busyness or anger or bitterness takes root in our heart or unbelief or fill in the blank. And all of these things fill our hearts so much that we can't see God moving anymore. And I believe that's why God talks about those who are pure in heart, because he understands that from the heart flows so many things. Our heart determines our emotions. It determines the way that we think about things. It determines how we view things, our perspective, our attitude, 
all of those things come from the condition of our heart. And so that's why he's speaking to those who are pure in heart. They will be the ones who can see God. And it's why David in Psalms, he also writes, Search my heart, O God. Know my anxious thoughts. Know what is in my heart. And he also goes on and he says, Create in me a new heart, a clean heart, a pure heart. So he says, Search my heart and then create in me a new heart. Because David also understood the power of what we fill our hearts with, the power of having a pure heart. And so I would encourage you today to ask yourself that same question, to spend some time in prayer and to ask God to search your heart, to reveal the things that are, are blocking you from seeing him move in your life. Because my, my favorite thing about our relationship with God is that when we pray those kinds of prayers and we ask him to create in us a new heart, then he is able to take what is broken, bitter, busy, or unbelieving, or angry, or anxious, or depressed, or whatever it is, and he is able to replace all of those things with his presence and create in us a new, clean, refreshed heart, a pure heart that is able to see him moving in our circumstances. I know that that's not easy. I know that 2020 isn't an easy year to see God moving. I don't know if you can see him moving in your life right now, if you can see him moving in 2020, I know that for many of us, it was a difficult year, but I know and I trust that God continued to move in the midst of a difficult season. He moved in great ways in my life. I know that he's moving in your life. I know that he's moved in our church's life despite a difficult season. God is always working and moving. And I pray that you can see that. I pray that you can see him at work in your family, in your job, in your own life. And I pray that you would ask that question, that you would make that request before God and repent of the things that are distracting you, that are filling your heart when they shouldn't be. And I know that if we do that, that God loves us so much, that he cares for us so much, that he will take those things and they, he will replace them with his love and his grace and his kindness and mercy and he will give us a pure heart that is able to see him and see his love in the in the greatest of ways and so i i hope that this encouraged you i hope that you take this to heart and spend some time in the word and spend some time in prayer asking those those tough questions i would have loved to do this in person and I look so forward to when we're able to meet together and see each other face to face. But until then, I hope that you guys are doing well. I hope that you guys all stay safe. And I hope that depending on when you see this, that you've had a great Christmas and a great New Year's. And we will see you soon.